Welcome to the Art of Unraveling podcast. My name is Erin McGuire, and I'm an empowerment coach and guide here to empower you into feeling completely worthy of a business and life that you love. This podcast is the place to learn how to unravel anything keeping you from that abundant, beautiful life that you so deserve. Nothing is off limits here as we navigate life through psychology, science, and spirit. Let's get into today's episode. Okay, welcome back to the Art of Unraveling podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about how the issues get stuck in your tissues, a little bit about my story and just childhood trauma, CPTSD, complex PTSD in general. If you've been around here, you know my story. You know that there's been some issues with trauma in my life and childhood. There's been some pretty major trauma as an adult as well. And it was after that second issue that I had, that kind of second major trauma that I had in my later 20s, that I started to notice fatigue coming up. And it would like get better and then it would get worse again and then it would get better. It would get worse. And then around the age of like 36, I got diagnosed with adrenal fatigue. And then at the age of 40, I completely just, well, it was leading up to that. So probably like 39, I started having really bad fatigue again. And I was just trying to manage it. You know, it was around 2020. So there was a lot going on and I tried to do my best to get through it. But finally, by like November of 2020, I decided to go to the doctor and I got diagnosed with hypothyroidism, with low testosterone. My All my hormones were pretty much out of balance and um, my sleep had been really bad off and on. And, and then there was my main physical issue was the chronic fatigue. That's what got me to the doctor. So I got put on thyroid medication. And after about four months, the doctor checked my levels and everything was great. And lo and behold, I still felt absolutely exhausted. And so he suggested antidepressants. And there is, I'm not here to shame antidepressants. There's nothing wrong with them. If that is what you feel you need, then that is 100%. But for me personally, I did not feel like I was depressed. It didn't feel like that was the issue. So I remember I went and picked up the prescription and I sat with it. (laughs) Picking up the prescription actually made me depressed because I was like, is this what it's coming to? And, you know... It just felt like not the right thing for me to do. I I meditated with it. I really like took the time to figure out, is this right for me? And I was getting a no. So I started doing some research because it just seemed like, it just seemed like the doctor was just checking boxes. Like, okay, you're, we, we're going to check your hormones first. Okay. Those are low. That's the reason for your fatigue. So once we get those back in balance and your thyroid, then you're going to feel better. And I didn't. So then the next box was depression and getting me on antidepressants. And he literally told me like that there's nothing else I can do for you after this. Like, this is it. And he, you know, was telling me I didn't have to be on them forever, but to get through maybe the winter months and what have you. And I just felt like there had to be something more that this, this 
there was no explanation. I, all my other levels, my, you know, anytime I get anything else done at the doctor, everything's always super healthy, super good. It just didn't make sense for me personally in how I live my life and how I eat and work out and everything that, that I would be so tired. There just had to be another reason is kind of where my mind went. And I began my search and ended up finding somatic experiencing with Peter Levine. And that's when things started to open up for me. I started to realize that the issues were in my tissues and it was connected to trauma. And that's when things really started to shift for me. That's when I really began to feel like I was getting the help I needed because everything started shifting after that. I started really doing the work of, first of all, learning and understanding my nervous system and how my body works. I took several different courses. I started really playing with the notion of that I was in hyper go mode all of my life. And that I learned that the first time I got adrenal fatigue because I burnt out. I was just doing too much and I burnt out. So I already learned that this was an issue of mine. And yet when that's how you've been programmed and it's literally how you survived as a child, you know, like then it's it's really hard to unwind that. It's really hard to let that go. In fact, when I really went there, when I really looked at these patterns that I had, I had this image of like, it was this, what came to me was in an intuitive way was this need to be needed. I needed to be needed. And so I was constantly overgiving, overdoing in my professional life and also in my personal life. I have made the joke in here before that I was everybody's emotional support animal. So I took on everybody's stuff and I didn't have a way of understanding what's mine and what are other people's, especially with my relationship. And so it took a lot of unraveling to figure that out. But I had this image of feeling like I was dying when I had a healer working on me to help me release this almost just such deep-rooted fear of not being needed. It felt like I was going to die. Like it literally felt when I was doing that work with her, like I was dying. Like there was no purpose left for me if I was not needed. And I know some of you can relate to this. And how does this show up in real life? It shows up as being the fixer, being the helper, being everybody's everything, being the emotional support animal for everybody around you. And I know a lot of women and men here can relate to that idea of being the fixer. It's It looks good on a lot of levels, but in fact, if you pull up the rug and look underneath, it's actually you trying to get needs met from childhood. You know, it makes you feel important. It makes you feel, you get that fourth need in the six human needs, the need for significance, that need met through that. You get significance when you're helpful, when you're needed. 
And if you take that away, trust me, it's going to bring up a lot of discomfort for you because in some way it's, it's how you've managed to stay alive. It's what your brain has programmed as this is how we stay alive. So I had a lot of things to work on, but I was burning myself out because I was overgiving in all areas of my life, a lot of it unconsciously. There was unconscious drivers driving me, you know, the need to prove myself, the need to be needed, that people-pleasing, need-to-be-needed-fixer mentality that I was unconsciously carrying. Even though I had become conscious of it, it's, trust me, it runs so, 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 so deep if you resonate with that. And all of that energy going out and none of it coming back in kept me in this activated nervous system state. If you've been around here lately, you know we talk about a lot, talk about the nervous system a lot here. So it kept me in this fight or flight activated nervous system state by running around and like, oh, you know, taking on this person's stuff and taking on that person's stuff and staying in these activated states my whole life. I tell people it's like you come in If you have childhood trauma, and there's, if you haven't heard of it, it's called the ACE score. And it stands for Adverse Childhood Experiences. And you can go and get your score. I don't think the test is super thorough in all regards. And sometimes some of the questions, at least for me, were a little vague, like I could have answered yes or no to them. Some of them I don't know. Like, I don't know if my mom has mental health stuff, but there is alcoholism there. So there's some questions that could go both ways sometimes, but you can get a general idea. And so I did my ACE score a long time ago. I retook it recently, and I think I got a six. So that's a pretty high ACE score. There's a great book called Childhood Disrupted. I know it sounds really fun to read. So I was reading that. I'm reading that now. I read The Body Keeps the Score and all of this stuff was telling me and the somatic work that I was learning was telling me that the issues are in our tissues, that if we had adverse childhood experiences, if we have an ACE score or of even one or more, two or more, three or more, that we are more prone to have an autoimmune disorder. In fact, we're six times more likely to have chronic fatigue. I mean, it was written right in the book, Childhood Disrupted. And I nearly fell out of my chair because I had not seen that written anywhere. And I know there's a lot of people out there that have chronic issues, chronic pain, chronic fatigue. I mean, that and and the autoimmune disorders are just rampant in our society. And so if you're one of those people that goes to the doctor and the doctor doesn't know what's wrong with you and you're presenting all of these physical issues, this is something to look at. This is something to look at. If you have an autoimmune disorder, if you have chronic fatigue, if you have chronic pain, I highly recommend looking at childhood trauma as possibly being the cause of that because essentially just to boil it down into the most basic way I can. When you have childhood trauma, especially unpredictable trauma, which most childhood trauma is, most childhood trauma is not predictable. For instance, you know, in my case, I never knew 
if my mom was in a good mood or a bad mood or what might set her off. One moment she was super happy, the next moment I might be getting yelled at for something. And so there was never a sense of safety in my external environment growing up. And so therefore I never learned how to create my own internal sense of safety because my nervous system just turned on max to fight or flight, to be activated, to be on alert for any danger, to keep me safe, to keep me alive. Like that's what our brain and nervous system are doing when they do this. It's not something we need to shame ourselves for. Like, gosh, I'm not in those situations anymore. Why can't I calm down? Well, because you got turned your nervous system and brain turned on that way to keep you safe. And as empaths, and I know a lot of the people here are empaths, same thing. That There's a fine line between childhood trauma and sensitivity. And I, you know, I do believe we're born, some of us are born more sensitive than others. There's actually in, in this book as well, it talks about the, the sensitive gene. I've never heard of it, the sensitive gene, but I do know about highly sensitive people, which affects about 20% of the population. And it just means we have a more sensitive nervous system. So there's a lot there that can put you into that activated state. And it's going to vary person to person. So a lot of times I'll talk to my empaths and they'll tell me, well, my brother and sister did not have the same experience that I did. In fact, they say like our childhood was great, but I don't remember it being that way. And it's, it can just vary person to person. If you are more sensitive, if your nervous system is more sensitive, then what might seem like not a big deal to someone else can feel like 10 times scarier to you, if that makes sense. And so I, I'm, I'm seeing a common thread with highly sensitive people and them experiencing the trauma and having physical issues a bit more than I am maybe people that don't have a highly sensitive nervous system. So that's just something to be aware of as well. But if you have any chronic pain, chronic fatigue, autoimmune disorders, it's really, really beneficial to take a look at where your childhood trauma was and understand that your nervous system was wired to be in a hyper alert state. And it can often go into like a frozen state or whatever, but your nervous system was wired to be in a hyper alert state to keep you alive. And so your job now is to create that internal safety and learn how to regulate yourself, learn how to self-soothe when you know you're going into a triggering situation, learn how to self-soothe when just life happens and it triggers you. And all of a sudden you're like anxious for three days and not sleeping. It's really about creating that internal safety for yourself. And there's a lot of different ways to do that. I like to just a really basic thing. And there's a ton more tools, by the way, if you are curious and want some more support with this. In my Nervous System Reset program, it's a self-paced program just by itself. So you can just get that and do that on your own. And I am getting the most amazing feedback from people one person telling me that she got more from that program than a year of talk therapy. 
and I'm not even finished creating it. There is a lot of information in there, but I will be adding more. And right now it's at a very low price point because I am still adding in information and it's not all there yet. Once it's there, the price point is going to go up. So now is a really good time if you want some extra support. There's a lot of tools in there. There's meditations. There's super short things you can listen to in a pinch that are like two minutes long to help you regulate. But together right now, let's just put our right hand over our heart and just massage, I should say, over your the center of your chest and just kind of massage your chest. Another thing you can do to activate the vagus nerve, which helps to relax you, helps put you in parasympathetic, is to rub your ears. So rub your earlobes, massage the top of your ear. And just sit and do that for a few moments. Better to do it with your eyes closed if you can, just to help calm everything down. You can do head holds. So you can place your hand over your forehead, place your other hand over your chest, the center of your chest, and just breathe with eyes closed. Do these things, not just quickly, do them for several breaths. And the last one I'll give you is to just squeeze your muscles. So the opposite hand to the opposite arm, do it on both sides and just squeeze your muscles. This helps you get out of your head. So when we're activated, when we're in our fight or flight, we're in our head, we're not in our body and we need to drop back down into our body. And so squeezing the muscles and doing the other things I just told you, are ways to help you get back. You can squeeze your legs right now. I'm squeezing my legs. You can't see that, but I'm just kind of continuing these squeezes because it it helps you get out of your head. When you're really like creating sensation in your body, it helps you get out of your head into your body. And that's where we want to be. So I hope this was helpful. Again, my nervous system reset program is I know I'm biased, but it is amazing. It's all the things I wish I'd had seriously years ago to help me through some major traumas that I've been through and childhood trauma so that I'm my body didn't go to these extremes of creating this chronic fatigue and thyroid issues because of all the issues that were in my tissues. So if you want information on that, you can email me at Aaron at purelightwellness.com. You can find me on YouTube at Aaron McGuire, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Pure Light Healing. Just shoot me a message. There should be information below this podcast and below this video. And I hope to see you again very soon. Please take care of your nervous systems. Remember, they are there to protect you. It's not trying to cause issues. It's literally been wired to protect you, to keep you alive. Now it's just time to create more internal safety for yourself. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you liked this episode, make sure you subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. If you would like to connect with me more, you can find my website, my services, and my social media links all in the description of this episode. Remember, you are a beautiful and divine and powerful being, and it's time to own it.